0: Hey everybody, in this video I'm going to walk through the 24 uh, habits that will induce anxiety or raise anxiety. Uh, If you don't know who I am, my name is Ty Hicks. I own uh, Mental Health Solutions International, which is a mental health coaching company, Um, and our mission is to make sure that people who are dealing with depression and anxiety can live depression and anxiety free, uh, because we know it's possible. There's so many people struggling with these problems, and we don't want you to be one of them. So I was looking back through Uh, the cases that I've dealt with uh, helping people overcome anxiety in the past. And I was scratching my brain thinking through what are all of the different habits that cause that to happen. The thing you want to keep in mind is that uh, actions create certain results and habitual actions create habitual results. And the same is true with your mental health. So if you stop doing each one of these habits, then you can stop feeling anxious. I don't know if this list is totally exhaustive, but it's pretty damn exhaustive. It's probably like 75 to 80% there. Um, So let's just jump into it. And these are in no particular order necessarily. So the first habit is visually uh, visualize physical harm occurring to yourself or people that you love. So some type of physical harm taking place, something bad happening, create a picture in your head of that taking place. I didn't add this as as one, but kind of as an addendum to that, you can also narrate to yourself that something bad is going to happen, like some type of physical harm is going to take place and that will occur. Number two habit is to ask yourself what if repeatedly. So what if this, what if that, what if this, and to go down each one of those different branching scenarios. The delusion is we think that's going to make us feel safe and secure, but it doesn't. It always makes you feel anxious. Um, Number three is to ask yourself why repeatedly over and over and keep searching for an explanation to things. So why did I feel that? Why did I hear this? Why did that happen in the past? And again, the delusion is that if we can just answer each one of those questions that we'll eventually feel safe and secure, but it's the mental activity of asking why that immediately makes you feel anxious. So you don't want to do that. Number four is to scan your body or your surroundings looking for potential threats constantly Um, So looking for something wrong with your physical health, looking for some potential danger in a social situation. And what that does is it trains your mind to believe that dangers are there when they're not there. And so that's a bad habit. Um, Number five is to try to guess what other people are thinking constantly and imagine what their opinions are. Number six is presume that someone has an unfavorable opinion of you. Just, you know, we call this the habit of mind reading, where you make believe that you know for sure what somebody's opinion is. Seven, consistently ask, what do I have to do? And then conjure a giant uh, mental to-do list, right? Um, That question, what do I have to do, will take you down a rabbit hole that will make you feel anxious and stressed every time. Number eight is that... Uh, presuming that by just getting more things done that that's going to make you feel better, like chasing the end of your to-do list. But what you've probably experienced is the more you chase the end of that to-do list, the the longer it gets, right? The more anxious you get. And very often you'll get one thing done and then think, oh gosh, I got to get these three other things done that are related to that original thing. So that's not good. Um, number nine is to require being 100% certain before taking action. I'm going to take one extra minute on this one because this was important. So what I have found in all of the cases I've worked with helping people overcome anxiety is that there is a direct relationship to how anxious someone feels in correspondence with how much they are requiring feeling certain. So in other words, if you don't need to feel certain you will feel safe, secure, and certain. It's kind of a paradoxical thing. It's like the most secure people in the world are the people who don't need to feel certain all of the time. The people who require feeling certain before they take action, before they leave the house, before they drive the car, or whatever it is, those are the people who are the most anxious. So requiring being 100% certain is a bad habit to break. Number 10 is getting caught up in what we call the tyranny of the house. So that's like You have something that you want to do, and it could be just as simple as like losing weight or, um, you know, getting a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, but then you get caught up in your head of, oh, well, I don't know how to do that. And again, that's that 100% certain thing. Like you're wanting to know for sure exactly how to do it before you are willing to take action towards what you want. So that will make you feel anxious. Um, 11 is use the word can't a lot. I can't do this. Why can't I do this? I've, you know, anything in that nature. You can even put it on other people. Like they can't love me the way I want them to. Stuff like that. So that word always induces anxiety. Um, Number 12, use the word overwhelmed a lot. Will induce anxiety for sure. Um, Number 13, using the words always, never, and every unintelligently. These are what we call universals. So um, let's say you make a mistake at work uh, one day on a Monday, and then you say to yourself, you know, I always get this wrong, right? And what that is is a mental distortion where you're taking that thing and then you mentally exaggerate it so you feel it as if it really is true, even though it's probably not true that you always make a mistake. So you want to be careful with always, never, every... uh, This includes like everyone, no one, uh, everybody always does this to me, stuff like that, okay? Uh, That's number 13. Number 14, take more time alone to think through the problem or your problem. So very often when people are feeling stressed or anxious, they think, I just need to go be by myself and think about this. And the delusion is if I just think it through enough then I'll feel certain and safe and whatever. That's not what happens. What actually happens is sometimes you'll go... Uh you know, alone, and you'll think, 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 and then eventually you'll calm down, but it has nothing to do with thinking. What it actually is doing is it's essentially your brain is just like burning calories, really. Like your nervous system eventually gets to a point where it gets exhausted and tired of doing that thing, but it's not that thinking it through and overthinking it is actually making you feel safe and secure. That The act of overthinking is what's making you feel anxious. Number 15 is avoiding making decisions in the moment so that you put more burdens on your future self, and that way you clog up your uh, mental RAM, right? So as opposed to like in your mind only having one to three things that you're trying to figure out at any given time, the more you delay decisions, the more you stack up. It's like keeping an extra browser window, window open in your head, and that becomes problematic. 16 is to try to manage your whole life in your head rather than having a system... Um, you know, and I'm not just talking about a to-do list, right, but a system for managing your life, a system for uh, keeping your focus in the right direction. 17 uh, is to create tension in your your muscles. So this is a common misconception that because I'm anxious, I, my body changes, and that's not actually how it works in most cases. Uh, What happens usually is we tense our body And then the tensing of our body induces a feeling of anxiety. And then once we feel a feeling of anxiety, we tense even more and it becomes a vicious cycle. So the most common areas that people hold tension that induce anxiety are the neck uh, and the jaw right around here, this area. So if you can consciously deliberately release that tension you will reduce anxiety, and that is a habit. It's something in your control. It's like breathing. It's just something you're not in uh, conscious of most of the time. That's number 18 is breathing. So breathing short, holding your breath. Very often people hold their breath when they're asked a question or when they need to make a decision, or they do short breaths, and then they go, oh, when they realize they haven't you know, taken a breath in a while. So the habit of mindful breathing uh, is something you can train that will induce uh, more calm. 19 is to hunch your posture. So try this out with me real quick. If you hunch your posture over and tense your muscles like your neck and your jaw and shorten your breathing real quick, just do that, you'll notice you start to feel stressed and anxious, right? If you bring your posture back, I like to imagine like there's a string attached to to your chest. Like imagine raising the string so it brings your posture back. Then you'll reduce anxiety. Um, Number 20 is to fidget. Uh, I have seen this in the hundreds of cases I've dealt with. These four physiological things. It's not that you fidget because you're anxious. It's that the act of fidgeting actually induces anxiety, and you'll be amazed if you can if you train yourself to not fidget, then your anxiety level will reduce. Right? You obviously have to put these habits together, right, to get a, a big result. But you'll you'll see uh, it will reduce. 21 is to focus predominantly on the problem, not the solution. And I should I should say here, too, focusing on the problem and the potential consequences of the problem. Um, so this is kind of like another version of visualizing something going badly, right? as opposed to, well, how do I want it to go? And getting the mind to stay on that. Um, now, very often people say, "Well, I try to focus on how I want it to go, but then my mind just automatically goes to how I don't want it to go." Well, that's why these are habits, right? Habits are things that you train; you have to get good at them. Twenty-two is to try to please everybody, right? If you, or I really should just say anyone, really. I mean, if you let's say you're obsessed with trying to please, even just like your spouse or a parent or something like that, that alone is enough to make you feel pretty anxious. If you, the more people you try to please, the more anxious you'll get. 23, focus on what you can't control as opposed to what you can. 24, try to be perfect all of the time and uh, believe that that's obtainable um, and that you can do it. So the reason I make this list is that very often our mind is is better at remembering what not to do than what to do. So this might help you a little bit. And obviously um, the opposite of each one of these things are the things that you do want to do, right? So hope this has been helpful to you as a starter. Uh, You'll want to return to this and, and start practicing and seeing which ones you're good at and not so good at. See you later.